The Ash Tree Everyone who has travelled over eastern England knows the smaller country houses with which it is studied. The rather dank little buildings, usually in the Italian style, surrounded with parks of some eighty to a hundred acres. For me, they have always had a very strong attraction, with the grey paling of split oak, the noble trees, the meres with their reed beds, and the line of distant woods. Then I like the pillared portico, perhaps stuck onto a red brick Queen Anne house which has been faced with stucco to bring it into line with the Grecian taste of the end of the eighteenth century. The hall inside, going up to the roof, which hall ought always to be provided with a gallery and a small organ. I like the library, too, where you may find anything from a Psalter of the thirteenth century to a Shakespeare quarto. I like the pictures, of course, and perhaps most of all I like fancying what life in such a house was when it was first built, and in the piping times of landlord's prosperity. And not least now, when, if money is not so plentiful, taste is more varied and life quite as interesting. I wish to have one of these houses, and enough money to keep it together and entertain my friends in it modestly. But this is a digression. I have to tell you of a curious series of events which happened in such a house as I have tried to describe. It is Castringham Hall in Suffolk. I think a good deal has been done to the building since the period of my story, but the essential features I have sketched are still there. Italian portico, square block of white house, older inside than out, park with fringe of woods and mere. The one feature that marked out the house from a score of others is gone. As you looked at it from the park, you saw on the right a great old ash tree growing within half a dozen yards of the wall and almost or quite touching the building with its branches. I suppose it had stood there ever since Castringham ceased to be a fortified place, and since the moat was filled in and the Elizabethan dwelling-house built. At any rate, it had well-nigh attained its full dimensions in the year 1690. 